Today, a classic New Year's program from the Compassion Radio Archives. It's New Year's when we say out with the old and in with the new. And we make our resolutions to make the new year better than the old one. But I wonder, for all of our sincere resolve, for all of our good intentions, for all the resolutions we make, will the new year be any different? Will it actually be any better than this old one? Listen, if you really want a better new year, one of the things you'll have to learn how to do, and this may surprise you, you'll have to learn how to forget. Some of the best advice for right now comes from the wisdom of the past. Today we're going to hear some timely words from my predecessor, Norm Nelson, on a classic Compassion Radio broadcast. Out with the old and in with the new, it's time for new beginnings. But how do we do that, really? For most of us, there's a whole load of baggage that carries with us, whether we like it or not. Things left unfinished, regrets, failures, good intentions never started, and goals not met. Do you want a fresh start? Norm Nelson will show you how today as we learn what's important to forget. I'd like to take this opportunity to wish you a happy new year along with my prayer that this will be the beginning of the most wonderful year of your life. Actually, apart from the grace of God, there really aren't many new beginnings for us to celebrate in life. Oh, I know, there are people all over the world who've made New Year's resolutions to take a new lease on life, to turn over a new leaf, to forgive and forget, to let bygones be bygones. The cliches about starting over again are endless. And quite honestly, the failures to fulfill those resolutions are also endless, and I think inevitable. My experience tells me that most people make their resolutions, they struggle valiantly for a few hours or a few days to keep them, and then they fall right back into their destructive old habits for another year until guilt prompts them to make the same resolutions all over again for the next new year. Their problem is not a lack of resolve or of sincerity. Their problem is a lack of power over the past. They are simply powerless to bury the past. Try as they may, they just can't get beyond the grip of guilt and regret and memories and their old patterns of thinking and behaving. So the new beginnings eventually fizzle out under the stifling influence of the past. Interestingly enough, there's something in the history of New Year's Day that illustrates this problem. Maybe you know that our observance of January 1 as New Year's Day has its roots in the mythology of ancient Rome. The name of our first month, January, is derived from the Roman god Janus, who was known and worshipped as the god of beginnings. To be more specific about it, Janus was regarded as the protector of doors, gateways, and entrances of all kinds. So it's not surprising that our calendar should call the first month of the new year January, or the month of Janus, the god of beginnings, the patron of entrances and new ventures. But you know there's something strange about some of the representations of Janus on the coins and in the artwork of ancient Rome. It's quite common to see this god Janus depicted with two faces one face on the front of the head, and the other face on the back of the head. In other words, Janus was portrayed as a two-faced deity who looked forward to the future and backward into the past simultaneously. 
Now, isn't that a puzzling way to represent the God of beginnings? Wouldn't you expect a God of beginnings to face only the future? Why this second face staring backwards toward the past? Well, I've read a variety of explanations for this two-faced phenomenon. But you know, I really believe that the best explanation has to do with how these pagan gods originated. The gods of ancient Greece and Rome originated in the imaginations of these ancient peoples. And as a result of this, these gods were idealized projections of the people who imagined them. The famous Oxford University scholar C.M. Bora writes that these gods were vastly stronger and active in many spheres beyond human scope, but ultimately they were of the same kind. So then, whenever we look at such gods as Mars or Apollo or Janus, we're seeing at least in part exalted representations of human nature. My point is this. Janus, the god of beginnings, was given two faces and was made to look backward as well as forward because it is in the nature of human beings to do the very same thing. And you know, you and I may have this great desire to walk boldly into a brand new future, and we may resolve and even prepare to do so. But invariably, as we face the future and as we launch our journey of new beginnings, we also tend to look backwards, and we give in to the drag of the past, and we end up sabotaging and aborting our own efforts to reach those marvelous new goals that we'd set for ourselves. That's why New Year's Day so often turns out to be such a dud, as far as the new beginnings are concerned. There's too much residue from the past in it. It's a day that belongs to Janus, the god of beginnings who can't let go of yesterday. Listen, my friend, I believe that the Bible has a better idea where new beginnings are concerned. You see, the Bible goes beyond the resources of human nature and man-made gods and whatever incentives for change that we might find in New Year's Day with its resolutions. The Bible tells us that the Creator God and the Lord of history is going to deliver us from the past. Listen to the Lord's promise in Isaiah chapter 43. Thus says the Lord, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Oh, what powerful words those are. It's important to remind ourselves that those words were spoken to Israel at a time when the past was a tremendous burden to them. In their immediate past, there was the burden of humiliation that accompanied the nation's captivity in Babylon. Because of that experience, these people were down on themselves. They were conscious of their sins and failures. They were pessimistic about having any future other than to remain a race of prisoners by the waters of Babylon. And then, beyond that experience, in the even more distant past, there was the memory celebrated at every Passover of God's rescue of their ancestors from slavery in Egypt. But because of that memory, they were prone to glorify the past as a golden moment that could never be exceeded in the future. But when the Lord God said, Remember not the former things, He was telling His people that for those who are loved by the living God, the past is as nothing. 
Neither its failures nor its successes are all that important. What matters supremely is that God is alive and that He's at work and that He's in the process of doing a new thing that would give them a fresh start and a greater tomorrow than anything they could ever achieve or imagine. At Compassion Radio, we look forward to the new things God will do through us in the toughest places on earth. There's no place where the gospel cannot be shared, and we are committed to go reaching out a hand of love and help in Jesus' name. And it's because of friends like you that Compassion Radio does these things. This year will provide some new, unique, and amazing opportunities that we'll be telling you about in the days ahead. Friends, we regard you as our partner in ministry. If you'd like to learn more about the things we do and the places we go, just call or write us. Our address is P.O. Box 77160, Corona, California, 92877. Again, Box 77160, Corona, California, 92877. And you can reach us during business hours at our toll-free number, 1-800-868-2478. That's 1-800-868-2478. And, of course, any time of day at our website, CompassionRadio.com. Drop us a line and let us know that you'd like to partner with us in our adventures of faith. And now, here's Norm to tell you more about how God can do a new thing in your life this year. God is alive. He's at work. Do you see the significance of this for your life? The God of the Bible does not wear two faces like the God Janus does. The God of the Bible meets you where you are and he says, forget the past. I'm going to do a new thing, a unique thing, a better thing for you than has ever been done before. I'm going to make you a new creation in Jesus Christ, and I'm going to set you on the road to glory and fulfillment that's greater than all of your dreams. You know, that's better, much better, than the content of all our resolutions. And it's greater than our best hopes for this new year. In fact, it's even more wonderful than a new beginning. Why? Because it's the gift of a new life on the first day of a new year. My friend, accept God's gift of a new life. Isn't that what you want? A new life? New power for service? A new vision of what Christ can do through you? A new and lasting happiness? Oh, that's what I want. I read a terrific story not long ago that tells about a woman who came to her minister one day and said, I don't know what to do. At first, I thought that to be happy, I had to be beautiful. So I read beauty magazines, and I spent an hour every day on my makeup, and I became beautiful, or so my friends told me. But I wasn't happy. So then I decided that to be happy, I had to be rich. So I went into business, and I made a great deal of money. But I worked so hard that my health began to fail. So, I decided that happiness lay in good health. So, I joined a health club. I gave up smoking. I began running three miles every day. And now, I'm physically healthy. But you know, I'm still not happy. Well, the woman's minister had a good answer for her. He said, look, in the window behind you, there is glass. And in the mirror, there is glass. The back of the glass in the mirror is covered with a little bit of silver. You can't look through it. You can only see yourself in it. When you seek beauty and wealth and health only for yourself, they act like the silver on the glass of the mirror. 
They prevent you from seeing others and enable you to see only yourself. The happiness that you seek is not in the mirror. It's passing by your window. Listen, my friend, we do need to see things differently. We need a new angle of vision on our lives. Cosmetic changes won't make lasting happiness. And all of the resolutions in the world won't make our lives better. You see, we've got to get beyond ourselves. We need the window of God's Word to see things properly. We need the transforming love of God in our hearts to make us loving and generous and sensitive to those that He's entrusted to us. So remember, by His grace, the past is dead. There's no need anymore to be paralyzed by your past sins. There's no need to be petrified by past successes. All that counts is the gift of God's new and matchless work in your life through Jesus Christ. Do you trust in Christ? Are you ready for His gift? Believe me, He's ready to make it yours. My friend, Happy New Year. May you glorify the Lord by your life in this new year. Come and rule, Lord Jesus. Rule My friend, let's make the new year really new by receiving the new life that Christ has for us. If you want that for your life, pray with me now. Dear Father, thank you for the gift of new beginnings. We praise you for preserving us, for sustaining us, and for endowing us with the gift of life that enables us to experience this new beginning. But, Father, even more than that, we praise you for giving us new life through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. As we look forward toward this new year, may we not merely repeat the routines and successes and failures that have marked our past, but may we experience a fresh endowment of your Spirit's power and grow into the fullness of Christ in this new year. Thank you for our listeners. Meet their needs, we pray. And thank you most of all for loving us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Trusting in my father's wise
day brings new opportunities for our Compassion Radio partners. One of the most important things you can know about Compassion Radio is that we are Christian radio done a little differently. Now, there are great Bible teachers out there who broadcast on this station each day, and they are terrific experts in politics, culture, marriage, family, and money management. All of them make your personal faith walk richer and more meaningful. And then there's Compassion Radio which takes you to the front lines of faith, showing how people just like you are facing incredible opposition to their faith and are still living it out, faithfully, powerfully, unwaveringly. And we don't just introduce you. We invite you to join with them in the great work of Great Commission living in the 21st century. We don't have a single large church or donor backing us in this unique ministry. You are our church, and you're our partners With all the craziness happening in the world right now, I'm really convinced that this is the year where we find out if this kind of encouraging ministry can continue to encourage, challenge, send, go, and serve as the body of Christ around the world. We can only do it if you'll join with us, and we certainly cannot if you don't. Will you start the new year on a new faith adventure with Compassion Radio? 
Just call us today to let us know you're standing with us. You can reach us during business hours at a toll-free number, 1-800-868-2478. That's 1-800-868-2478. Our address is P.O. Box 77160, Corona, California, 92877. Again, Box 77160, Corona, California, 92877. And you can reach us any hour of the day at CompassionRadio.com. Please reach out today, friends. And now, back to my predecessor and mentor, Dr. Norm Nelson. You know, nearly 35 years of ministry has taught me a lot of valuable lessons about a lot of things, and certainly lessons about the ways of God, the needs of people, and the work of the church in the world. But to tell you the truth, my friend, I've learned more about all of these things since the mid-1990s when we began to travel to and to interact with the most difficult places on this planet where Christians are suffering for their faith. And we've been able to experience the extraordinary courage and commitment of believers who know what it is to pay a great price for following Jesus Christ. And we see in them a spiritual depth that is almost impossible for us to experience here in the United States and in Canada. My friend, we're just about at the end of our current Operation God's Word campaign to provide Bibles for China. And I want to say something that I truly want you to understand in this connection. It is an honor and it is a privilege for us to be able to give to these remarkable servants of Christ copies of the Word of God. And that's true because providing them with Bibles is a small way of sharing in their amazing ministry in the world's largest nation. Make no mistake about it, these believers in China are impacting their nation for God and for His gospel so profoundly that we can only dream about doing in our nation what they are doing in theirs. We're humbled by their powerful witness to Christ that's carried on with none of the advantages of comfort or freedom or the abundance of resources that we possess here in the West. So what I'm saying to you is this. Our gift of Bibles to our Chinese brothers and sisters in Christ permits us to share in their high calling. It's a calling from God that they're fulfilling with the same diligence and effectiveness as did the New Testament church. It's an honor for us to share in their great work. So I hope and I pray that you'll be a partner with them and with us in reaching China with the good news of Jesus Christ. Consider this. A gift from you of $20 will put five Bibles into the eager hands of Chinese believers who are asking for them. $40 will provide 10 Bibles. $100 will send 25 Bibles. And $400 will provide 100 Bibles, and so on. And during this campaign, your contribution will be matched dollar for dollar by a matching grant so that your contribution of Bibles will be doubled. What an opportunity for ministry this is. You know, our prosperity and our freedom was given to us by God so that we could share God's Word and God's good news with those who cannot know of Christ except through our faithfulness and our generosity. I wonder, will you give so that someone in China can hold God's Word in his or her hands and heart? And I hope you'll remember to support Compassion Radio itself, because this is radio that is making a difference in this world. We are honored to have you to be a part of our team.
Friends, there are people, thousands and millions of people, who are hungry for what only Jesus can give them. And how are they going to know if they've never heard His words? We strive to do that every day through this Compassion Radio broadcast. And through our special projects, we strive to bring God's Word to the remotest places on earth. What better gift could you give the Lord as we begin this new year than seeing His children receive His Word? We invite you, your family, and your church to join with us. There may be no better way to reach the world than to provide Bibles to the exploding church. Our goal has been to add 2,500 more Bibles to our total of one half million given by our partners over the years. We're well on our way. For phone orders, please call 1-800-868-2478. Again, that's 1-800-868-2478. Our address is P.O. Box 77160, Corona, California, 92877. Again, Box 77160, Corona, California, 92877. And you can also place your order online at CompassionRadio.com. I'm Bram Floria. On behalf of our entire Compassion Radio team, we wish you God's very best and Happy New Year.